Board Round, session number 36. The moment you step foot on campus as a medical student, you are gearing up for one of the biggest tests you'll ever have to take, USMLE Step 1 or Comlex Level 1. The medical school headquarters and board vitals are going to help you prepare for your first board exam with questions, pearls of information, and guidance to make sure you have what it takes to score high and match into your specialty of choice. Welcome to Board Rounds. Thank you for taking some time to join me and Dr. Mike Natter from Board Vitals with you today. I'm excited to bring another great topic that will help you on your board exam, whether that's USMLE Step 1 or Comlex Level 1. Before we jump in, don't forget to check out boardvitals.com. You can save 15% off using the promo code BOARDROUNDS. That's all one word, 15% off using BOARDROUNDS at boardvitals.com. Did you know that they don't only help you with your step one or level one. Once you are in your rotations in third year and fourth year, they will help you with your shelf exams as well. They have QBanks for everything that you need in medical school. Again, boardvitals.com. Use the promo code BOARDROUNDS to save 15% off. Let's go and jump in with another great episode. Dr. Mike Natter, back for some more board rounds. How are you doing today? I'm excited today. And why are you excited? I was waiting for it. I was waiting for it. <laughs> I'm excited because, Ryan, you and I are going to jump into my... We're in my wheelhouse now. We're going to get into some endocrine questions. Oh, nice. I, I like endocrine, uh, I think. So we'll, <laughs> we'll see. Uh, I like it better than last week's topic of micro and, and pharmacology and all that stuff. So, so this, is, this is better that I can, I can use my mind. I have a very... I, I think students uh, and, and humans, our brains work very differently. Like I know I'm, I, I can picture things in my head and move them around in 3D. And my wife is completely not that way. She just doesn't get what, I, what I'm thinking. And so I, I think endocrine stuff and, and like anatomy, right? I wanted to be an orthopod. Like I can see bones and tendons and muscles and see all that stuff and how they connect. And so I think this will be better for me. Yeah. And it makes sense. You're a creative type. I, I very much relate to you. I see everything in pictures and I move things around. Yeah, for sure. It's very tactile. It's very, uh, and, and with things like endocrine that are so um, kind of theoretical and, and, and uh, you know, not, not uh, tangible, you have to have that kind of imagination to see these negative feedback loops. Yeah. Okay. Shall we? We shall. Let's do it. A 42-year-old woman presents with tiredness for the last six months. She has an inability to sit in certain rooms for prolonged periods of time since they are not heated enough. She has also noticed some weight gain in spite of poor, poor appetite. Her periods have become irregular. Her previous medical history is unremarkable. She's a social worker and denies any travel in the last two years. She denies tobacco use and drinks alcohol only socially. She has no known allergies and currently takes no medications. Before proceeding with the physical examination, she asks the physician to heat up the room since it's so cold, hmm. even though the physician finds the room pleasantly warm while wearing only scrubs and a lab coat. On physical exam, the patient is afebrile. Her body temp is 95 degrees Fahrenheit. Blood pressure is 150 over 100. Heart rate is 60 beats per minute. Her skin appears dry. Her eyelids are puffy. Her neck examination shows a diffusely enlarged thyroid gland, but no masses are palpated. Lab values are as follows. Her sodium, 135. 
chloride, 100, potassium, 4.6, bicarb, 24, magnesium, 1.4, calcium, 8.1, BUN, 13, creatinine, 0.9, glucose, 115, TSH is 12, T4 is 2, and T3 is 30. A representative biopsy of the thyroid is demonstrated in the photo below. What is the most likely cause of this patient's symptoms? Well, um, before before we jump in there, we'll put a photo in the show notes so that you can see this photo as well. Take a peek at that photo. Mm. Okay, go ahead, answer choices. So, is it A, thyroid gland destruction by epithelial cancerous tissue? B, lymphocyte-mediated apoptosis? C, antibody-mediated cytotoxicity? D, thyroid function destruction due to malignant lymphocyte infiltration, or E, iodine deficiency. Oh, man. All right. Oh, boy. Yeah. So my question would be uh, for this, I have no idea what I'm looking at in, the, uh, in this image. So it's, it's just a, a normal kind of pathology slide here. Um, do you know what we're looking at here? No. So we're looking at a a thyroid follicle. So yeah, yeah, this is, this is difficult. So I, and my path knowledge with this is also pretty, uh, pretty limited. I'm not going to lie. This is difficult. What I will say is when you see, so the, the path slide has a lot of what I'll use the medical term, small purple dots. Yeah. I see. I see a lot of dots too. So these small purple dots, these are dark purple dots. Mm -hmm. And when you see dark purple dots, um, I'm pretty sure that is indicative of lymphocyte infiltration. Um, I will, I think it's worth um, double checking that. But these small purple dots, there's a lot of them. Yeah. And I don't think there's supposed to be this many of them, if at all. Okay. So uh, I I think that's going to help us a little bit. Okay. So that's, that's what I was thinking as well. I'm like, that's a lot of stuff that doesn't look like it belongs there. So there's, there's something going on um, Mm -hmm. with, with all of that happening. So, I mean, this is a super classic in, in my mind, step one, level one type question where it's like, you read the first sentence or two, you're like, Ooh, hypothyroid, 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 hypothyroid. Like I know the answer. And then you get down and be like, crap, that's not what they're asking. (laughs) They're giving it to you. Yeah. Yeah. I hate it. Yeah. Um, all right. So, Thyroid gland destruction by epithelial cancerous tissue. I'm like, um, okay, maybe. All right, I don't know. All right, again, looking at this slide, it looks like there's invasion of something. Uh, could it be cancer? Sure, cancer does that. Um, and so I can't really. I will say this. So, and this is, I guess, this is something you know, just like you'd have to know, I guess, because you wouldn't necessarily have that knowledge just looking at the at the slide, but. I'm pretty sure that with thyroid cancer, you're going to see a lot of calcification and mm-hmm. calcification is very different looking than what we're seeing in the slide. So that may or may not be helpful, I guess, in the situation. Okay. Uh, that's helpful for me now. So that's good. So maybe A is out. Uh, B, lymphocyte mediated apop- apoptosis. So, um, so apoptosis, obviously the cells destructing uh, so again, with this slide with lots of stuff in there, if there's lots of lymphocytes, maybe that is it. So I'll keep that one on the back burner. 
Uh, sure. Antibody mediated cytotoxicity again. So antibody mediated lymphocytes, antibodies, kind of similar. So I'm getting super confused now. Um, uh, but I don't, I don't know if I like that one for, I don't know, whatever reason. Uh, thyroid function destruction due to malignant lymphocyte infiltration. So, oh, there's the lymphocytes again, again, with that picture of lots of purple dots. Uh, so B and D look very nice. And then iodine deficiency, um, uh, iodine deficiency to me, I don't know if that would show up in those, those last labs that TSH, uh, T4, T3. Um, but again, that slide tells me something is, is there that shouldn't be. Um, mm -hmm. so I'm still B, B and D. So, apoptosis versus just thyroid function disorder. Um, I don't know how I would choose between the two. So I, I would probably go with D uh, just because it sounds nastier and move on. Yeah. So, you know, this is a really, really, really tough one because at the end of the day, you know, like you said, the, the question is leading like any, any, you know, M1, any, any first year medical student based on these symptoms is going to say, oh, this woman clearly has hypothyroidism. The question is really asking you to decipher, unfortunately, this, this uh, pathology slide, which is very, very difficult. So, you know, the only way that I would have been able to get this question is the fact that I remembered somehow that these dark little dots are representation is of lymphocyte infiltration. Mm. I probably would have been on the same boat as you, Ryan. I would have been kind of between a bunch of the other ones as well, but it does end up being B, this lymphocyte mediated apoptosis. Very confusing, very difficult question, but it is an opportunity for us to talk about hypothyroidism in general. And I think it's important to know that, you know, next steps when you have this is because the most common cause of hypothyroidism is very typically um, an autoimmune cause. Mm -hmm. And so we do like to send off these autoimmune antibodies like a TPO um, is probably the most common one you'll see in, in a um, hypothyroid patient. You can also see potentially an anti-TSH thyroid um, uh, antibody as well. So sometimes we send those off as well. Okay. So it's, it's interesting. My, my wife has Hashimoto's, um, mm -hmm. <laughs> among, among other autoimmune diseases, uh, and which it's, is, it's, which is a hypothyroid, uh, yep. autoimmune disease. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Hypothyroid. And it's, it's interesting. I don't know if you've ever seen this or heard this, but her endocrinologist said most of the, the Hashi cases that come in, the Hashimoto's cases come in the, the, the people usually had some huge event in their life about a year prior to the diagnosis. I believe that. So very commonly with autoimmune diseases, you have this, what I like to call is the, the uh, genetics kind of loads the gun, the environment pulls the trigger. Yep. So you have this propensity toward autoimmunity that's, you know, written in your DNA, but unless you've kind of come into some sort of uh, stressful trigger, um, and in, in many cases, at least in it, it, they think uh, in type one diabetes, there's this kind of molecular mimicry theory mm -hmm. where you've kind of come into contact in the environment with some sort of viral illness, like a Coxsackie virus or something that's very common. And that epitope uh, is shaped quite similar to um, the shape of, let's say, your thyroid gland or your pancreas. Um, and then the, the, the B cells or the plasma cells that are pumping out all these antibodies 
are doing so at such a high clip that you have some of these left over that are starting to attack your own cells or therefore an autoimmune attack. And so that's the theory, but that's, that's fascinating. Did she have a stressful encounter before? Yep. Oh, definitely. <laughs> yeah. So, so they they yeah. can do it. Yeah. It's very interesting. Our, our bodies are pretty, pretty crazy, uh, machines. They are. And then they go haywire. And then, the and then they break. <laughs> I, I like one of the things from medical school I'll never forget was our, our anatomy professor. He's like, this is the way it always happens, except when it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, okay. So what, what kind of, uh, kind of pearls can we take home from, from uh, hypothyroidism here? Yeah, I, I, yeah, I would like to kind of pull back and be a little bit more general because I think this question is such a specific one for this slide that you can't really take uh, pearls overall. So the pearls yeah. for thyroid, um, you've already picked up on them in terms of the subjective symptoms. So for hypothyroid, you're thinking everything is slowing down. You're putting on weight. With women, you're going to get a regular menses. You may have some hair loss. You may get some puffiness around the eyes. Um, you may get some dry skin, some brittle nails, um, those types of symptoms. You really want to think hypothyroid. Um, and it's usually, interestingly enough, when people presented with a patient, uh, the endocrine disorders are not usually the first to pop to someone's mind. And I would argue that there's, like you said, a lot of, especially young women have some flavor of thyroid thing going on. So it's something to consider always. Mm -hmm. um, so that's first and foremost. The reverse is true for hyperthyroid. So someone who's hyperthyroid, you're thinking very skinny, sweaty, shaky. Typically they're going to have this, um, exophthalmosis where they're, they're this like proptosis where their eyes are kind of bulging out of their, their, um, uh, their sockets. And you'll see the white of the eye above the, or the sclera above the iris. And that's really when you know this person has like a lid lag or a real proptosis. Mm. Um, that is, is basically the opposite going on where there is an activating autoantibody, um, causing, uh, basically so much thyroid hormone to, to be spit out that your body is an overdrive. So you're going to lose weight. You'll have some diarrhea. You'll have some tachycardia. You can even have AFib from this. Um, and so that's, that's, um, that's what we're going to think of when we think of hyperthyroidism. Okay. One thing with her exam was her blood pressure. Why is her blood pressure so high? Yeah. So you don't necessarily will, you won't necessarily always see that in hypothyroid. Um, but when you think about thyroid hormone, it's really the regulatory hormone for your metabolism. And so if your metabolism is really slow, um, then you may be, um, putting on a little bit more weight. You may be carrying around a little bit more fluid. You may be retaining fluid. Um, and for that reason, you're going to see a little bit more, um, uh, pressure. The pressure is going to be a little bit higher, not all the time. Um, but they're really trying to sell that point in this, in this stem. All right, so there you have it. Again, Dr. Mike Natter from BoardVitals.com. Go check him out. Say hello on Instagram at Mike.Natter. That's N-A-T-T-E-R. Hope you have a great week. We'll see you next time here on Board Rounds. This is MedEd Media.